Oh, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hey, good morning, Alison, Carolyn, Chris O'Laura. Good to see you guys jumping on now. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Hope you're all well. Yeah, I did have a good time down in Sydney. Thanks, Alison. Uh, I was in Sydney, folks, for the week. Uh, well, a few days anyway, three or four days, hanging out with uh, a business uh, networking crew from uh, K2 and Kerwin Ray and his community was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Always great. I love the, I love the concept of uh, in whatever world you roll, property investing, business, whatever it is, sport, social, have a good community around you that you can hang out with and have a good time. So, yeah, I was down in Sydney, myself and, and my wife, Shay, hanging out with some uh, bunch of other cool, amazing business owners, some of which are on each morning on Wealth Coffee Chats as well. So good morning to everyone. Jeff, all the way from Ely Beach. Uh, the, the weather's absolutely spot on. Last couple of days, Jeff. Sounds like it might be great up that way too. Morning, Ashley. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Stephen. How are you folks? Good to see. Good to see a bunch of people jumping on. Quick intros. Wealth Coffee Chats is this little get-together. Jason Witten's my name. Been property investing over 20 years, coaching property investors just like you with my crew across Australia and New Zealand. Over 18. In that time, we've done over 7,000. 7,000, 7,000 property deals with our clients. And um, along the way, we've learned a few things, observed a behaviour or two in each morning, try and share a bit of that wisdom with you. So welcome along. If you're new, give us a shout out in the chat. Say hello. Tell us where you're from. You could be one of our new mentoring clients. You could be one of our our uh, online social media customers or uh, consumers, whatever it is, say good morning. Hey, Joel, how are you, brother? Good to see you. Uh, that's it. So, yes, well, um, I'm going to talk about apartments a bit later on, but um, Alison talk, uh, talking about Condev, a large developer, a large builder for developers that has, um, you know, uh, gone into liquidation. Thankfully, Alison... Um, the developers that uh, that have that company as a builder have already appointed another builder. So um, we're good there. I might put that one on the radar this week just to talk about some of those things and uh, where we believe it's going to affect people the most. Again, again, team, very sadly, this is going to affect our supply chain even further, even further. Yeah, very sad for Condev. They're a good company, actually. Um, so, um, yeah, Chris Owen, and, and you're you're right. It it you know the the big world keeps on turning, folks, and it turns into opportunity uh, on another side of the coin. And as investors, you know we are you know uh, seeing what happens in the marketplace and making decisions based on you know the opportunity and the things that we're trying to achieve. So. Um, I'll put that on the radar for this week, folks. So keep an eye out for that one. I didn't prepare for the construction condev conversation today, but um, this one might um, the today's conversation might even dovetail into that condev chat maybe later on the week because 
Uh, I asked a little question in the headline. The price gap between between houses and, and cities is pretty big across the country at the moment, pretty significant. But in this city, does anyone know the city, team? Uh, does anyone know the city that the price gap is well over 70%? Price gap between houses and apartments, well over 70%. Chuck that in the chat if you think you know the capital city of Australia where that gap is massive. Yeah, Alison, it seems like Condem did the right thing. Um, you'll see, you know, those builders, you know, very sad for them. Uh, they have got, you know, structures and things in place. They'll have to flow through and, and do that. Um, they'll work through it. Now, on the other side, things will be different and... Um, and then there will be opportunities for other builders and um, other, you know, people in the industry as well. So there you go. Boom, Ashley and Joel crushing it right off the bat, <laughs> which is which is excellent. You guys, uh, you guys might be reading the same articles that I've been reading. But listen, folks, um, what we're seeing uh, around the country at the moment, a bunch of different reasons why. But the gap between the apartment market and the house market, very normally after a a property growth spurt because houses at the top end uh, of our marketplace tend to, you know, stretch out a bit quicker than the apartment space. You know, apartments are easier to supply. Apartments by and large are a, a less expensive piece of real estate, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that gap is, um, you know, uh, expanding and accelerating around the country. And what does that mean to us? How can we take advantage of it or observe it or understand it to be a better investor and to have a look at what's coming? So let's have a bit of a bit of a sticky beak at some of the stats and we might sort of weave this into a plan of ours as we go along. You know, the stats are showing here around the country uh, and this it's different in all of the cities, so we'll have a bit of a look at that. But, you know, there's a, a, a price gap of over 30% in general, in general, across the country. Pretty high. Looks like it's been, you know, uh, Andy Fenton and I have been uh, making a bit of a joke. You know, highest on record, record. It's a record, record everywhere. I don't know if this is a record, but uh, in our little running joke, it's a record. <laughs> it's a record since 2007 anyway. Uh Highest gap between houses and apartments, folks. Houses and apartments since 2007. Anyway, in comparison to this this gap map here, and uh, you know, have a look at the you know the average house price and the average apartment price. I'm quite surprised, actually, when I look at this. I'm quite surprised to see the average apartment price be up around that 600 mark. Personally, myself, um, but again. It's interesting because the devil is in the details when it comes to this stuff, team. Which cities, you know, have got the largest gap and which cities got the smallest gap and why? So we identified which city had the largest gap, team. Who wants to have a guess before we move in, dive into the details of the gap between house prices and or average uh, median value of houses and median value of apartments? Who wants to have a guess at which is the smallest gap? The smallest gap, and we'll see if you guys can get that one. Um, chuck that one in the chat for me as we go. Say a quick hello to Brendan. Good to see you, mate. Uh, give us a shout-out in the in the chat, folks, if uh, 
If uh, if you didn't hear me before, if you're new or you're dropping by or you, you've just found us, let us know. Say a quick hello. Love to uh, love to uh, know where you're from and what, what you're up to. Always great to have new listeners to the Wealth Coffee Chats in the morning. Usually start around 8.10, go to about 8.30, Queensland time, 20 minutes of chatting as we go. Joel reckons Perth. What do you reckon, folks? Put that in the chat as we have a little look. Yeah, Chris is going to give Adelaide a crack. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see, team, as we roll here. So, you know, let's have a look at the big cities. Let's have a look at the big kahunas. All right, we're looking at Melbourne and Sydney. Pretty well the same. Um, and uh, if you can see that, maybe I'll zoom in a little bit of, uh, for us when we have a bit of a look at this. But as we go along, let's have a look at some of these things when we're asking a question on, all right, the gap here is 52%. Pretty decent gap in Melbourne. Again, you know, again, record gap. (laughs) What was going on over here? Uh, And we were talking about that actual gap a little while ago when it come to the price of houses in Melbourne. Um, But um, this was the APRA issues team. So, in Melbourne, you know, what is the rental yield in Melbourne? If we look at that, like what's the rental yield? You know, uh, what is the uh, the proximity for profit, the PFP, the proximity for, for profit, which means how far, what's the distance, kilometres, um, kilometres we can buy uh, a quality apartment from the city? These are the types of questions that I like to ask when we're thinking, all right, would I buy an apartment in Melbourne? You know, if I'm going to take my 600, so let's have a look at this, folks. Let's have a look at this. If we're going to take our 600, we're going to we're going to look at this data and we're going to say, all right, well, you know, maybe my 600, I want to get into the apartment market, blah, blah, blah. You know, where would I spend my money and, and what value would I get? What would the rental yield be? What size of bedrooms would I get? Uh, what distance from the city you know, number of bedrooms, number of rooms, et cetera, et cetera. What questions are we asking ourselves when it comes to that stuff? But let's have a look at Melbourne, 52%. Sydney, 54%. But Sydney, you know, we're looking at, you know, $800,000. So for me, uh, you know, if you've got a $650,000 budget, you know, Sydney's off the, off the, off the menu, folks, uh, as we go along, yeah, Um Lowest amount of listings on record. <laughs> yeah, it is totally true, Chris Hope. Like, we're, we are in bloody all sorts, folks, all sorts, I'm telling you, when it comes to our supply chain, which is, which is good for you if you're, in the, if you're in, in the market. If you've got your foot on some real estate, you know what's coming. Many of you guys know, um, you know, in our mentoring program, we're always out there on the ground every day listening to the supply chain years in advance, team. And that's, you know, I've been saying this. Like, I've been saying these things for three years, three years, even before COVID started, uh, because uh, APRA had started this problem yonks ago. Uh, And, you know, the further we, the further you're able to reach into the supply chain system and sort of get a bit of a feel for the marketplace, the, you know, the better you can be positioned for the future as you go, um, uh, as you go. So let's have a bit of a look at that. Yeah, yeah, they're forecasting house price 
plummets. It's interesting, Chriso, in that one, you know, um, what may happen, what may happen, the expensive, the very expensive end of town may adjust in pricing, you know, the five, eight, ten million dollar turnover stuff. And sometimes that affects the statistics, you know, badly. But where you've got the majority, the median, the, the chunk of trading, it will won't have effects like that into the future. Yeah, it's it's a funny one. What <laughs> you you can make statistics, you know, show whatever you want to show, I suppose, is probably the the outcome. But all of us as investors, we, we need to sort of grab our data and analyze it and sort of cross-check it, which is pretty important. And uh, Chris, oh, yeah, I don't think anyone's cross-checking their 15% plummets um, when it comes to any other data that may not uh, may offset that one, I can tell you. But anyway, so for me, you know, for you maybe, um, you know, Sydney might be off the menu, but let's have a look at what might be on the menu. I, I think for me, absolutely, let's undo that. Um, let's absolutely for sure Melbourne would be would be on on the cards for me. Let's have a look at Brisbane. You know, um, this one's an interesting one. We've got a fifty eight percent gap as well. Now, Brizzy, uh, in this sort of space, you know, that says that uh, the the median, the average. The median is quite a lot more attractive when it comes to that sort of stuff, all right? So for me, yep, Brizzy would be on the cards for sure. You know, let's have a look at Adelaide. Oh, Adelaide's only 53% gap, folks. It's interesting to see some of these secondary cities. Now, when we talk about this stuff, you know, Sam talks about the prime cities, the two primes. You know, primes are, you know, Brisbane. Are not, uh, primes are Melbourne. And Sid, they're the primes. And in your portfolio, you want a piece of those two prime cities. They're massive. They're, they're, they're millions and millions and millions of people ahead. They're infrastructure. They're international. They're attractive. If you can, you should get a piece of that action every day of the week. For most investors sitting here right now, the only prime city that you've got budget for right now is Melbourne. And it won't be that way for long, folks. Let me tell you, it's been beat up for a few years because of COVID and lockdowns, most lockdowns in the world, blah, 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 all that jazz. So, you know, if you haven't got yourself a piece of Melbourne, you need to. I'm telling you right now, as a prime city with with mass momentum, it's going to streak ahead, right? Uh, and when all of this, uh, when all of this um, population... Uh, immigration stuff lands, it, it tends to land in Melbourne first. But anyway, that's not what today's about. Brisbane, 58%. You've got Adelaide, 53 I better get on with it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm rabbiting on. I'm taking too long. Oh, look at this team. All right, 38%. Who said, who said Perth? Joel was on it. Joel was on it. Let's see if he wins. And we've got two more left. Which two cities? There's one city that doesn't really matter. <laughs> Personally, well, it does matter. But anyway... Perth, uh, Perth Houses, 38%. And let's have a look at this. Hobart, team. Joel, almost, almost, Joel. Almost, Joel, 32%, the gap in Hobart. Have a look at Darwin, 68%. I wouldn't be investing in Darwin. And check out Canberra. Massive, massive gap in that sort of thing right there. And, um, you know, our team our team were looking at that um, 
couple of years ago when we did a deal in Canberra. We put some deals together down there and we had a bunch of our clients buy some properties in Canberra. They've absolutely gone unbelievable. And the rental yield uh, has gone pretty nicely as well. Almost there, Joel. Um, <laughs> as we go. But listen, folks, um, you know, there's a massive gap between houses and apartments right now. Pretty well in most of the locations that, that you should be considering when it comes to building your city portfolio. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the same the same statistic would show up in some of the major regional locations as well. Uh, I haven't checked that. For me, I'm, I prefer city locations just because, you know, at the end of the day, they've got the infrastructure and the momentum. And if you can afford the budget, then that's a good place to be. So what does it all look like when it comes to supply? And, you know, this is the last part of today's conversation. The supply chain is pretty broken, team. You know, we have seen, you know, the supply of properties last year, 1,500 um, landed in the Brisbane market in comparison to 2015 where there was 12,000 land in that year. 2015, 12,000 completed properties. <coughs> last year, 1,500 completed properties and... Um, they had a population boom as well. Anyway, what do you guys think? At the end of the day, the marketplace right now has a lot of interesting moving parts. And if we strip it all back, you guys have heard me say these ones, right? We've got a rent boom coming. There's a rent boom coming. Rents are going to go up. Two, our supply and demand chain is broken and supply is higher than demand. Supply is higher than demand. We've got a third. We've got a population boom coming. It's going to be. It's crazy because of immigration. You know, the the latest numbers is about six hundred thousand people into uh, into the country. So wherever you are in your investment portfolio in your journey, um, get a piece of this action. You know, we've got a saying around here. You guys know this one: buy well, never sell. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. There's a there's a number of great opportunities right now in the marketplace. You know, if you've got the if you've got the budget, you should be getting on with it. That's what I say. Uh, if you need a coach or you need some support or you need some help, you guys know the drill. Most of you guys have got coaches and help. That's awesome. Get on to that. Make sure that the team is supporting you. And if you don't, well, you should hit us up. Love to help you out one time. All right, that's about it from me. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. What have we got here? I think we're I think we're done for the day. Big gap, big gap in houses and apartments. Have a think about the cities where you can buy well-priced property. It might be an apartment that might be a choice for you. Uh, and then the property, the the profit for the proximity for profit. How close can you get to the city? What's the yield? Walk scores, number of good things. Um, as we go. Yeah, it's a great opportunity while it lasts. Absolutely, Ashley. And there's always cycles. This cycle will change, folks. Um, the rents will go up. Things, the, the market is always manoeuvring and moving. As long as we understand what's normal and not normal and absolutely be um, as calm as possible when we're making good decisions with good info, 
then we're going to be able to go the distance with our property portfolio. Anyway, that's it. Done and dusted. Wealth Coffee Chat, over and out. You guys be awesome. Hey, remember tonight, folks, if you're still here, we have Andy Fenton, tax-free retirement, uh, how to have a tax-free retirement, income tax-free retirement tonight. He's going to show you guys uh, the way forward when it comes to creating hundreds of thousands of dollars in tax-free income in retirement and also what we need to do now. It's not for the old people, by the way. It's absolutely for those who need to get themselves organised right now for their future. Anyway, remember that. See you tonight, team. Keep an eye on the emails and the text messages. Both coffee chat done. Over and out. Bye-bye.